You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Hold one, Andre. Don't tell me, Mario. everybody and welcome back to another episode of hit the books the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the known wwe universe i forgot the word for a second but that's fine i'm only having a minor stroke i'm your host as always the head writer of monday night raw and with me as always is my fellow host the man the myth the meatball the head writer of smackdown live mikey man freddy mikey how you doing my friend Yes, us, part of the WWE Galaxy. Wait. <laughs> part of, yes, because Roman Reigns is the galactical champion, right? Yes, the galactic Is that the word? Champion. Galact- galactical? Is that a word? Is it's that- just galactic. No, no, that doesn't sound right. Uh, it would just be the galactic champion. The galactavian? The galactavian. The galactic. The, the, yeah. galact- the galactus champion. The galactavian, which was a Roman emperor, probably. Probably. <laughs> Come you back. Know, you know, the Galactus champion, the guy who runs the galaxy in Marvel? Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, the Galactus champion who goes around eating planets. He goes around eating planets, and the belt looks like Galactus's head. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Mikey, how are you doing? Uh, we're recording this very super early, uh, but I'm excited. We're here. We got, we're almost on, we almost had Hell in a Cell. Almost there. Uh, got a little bit more time going for. It. What's up? Uh, I'm, I'm no. I'm doing great. I'm just. I just think it's funny that we recorded the the, the day before and the day after. Uh, uh, Double or nothing. Oh yeah. In uh, in... So we can see how true all of our predictions were. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we can see how true our review was. Yeah. If you <laughs> last week's episode was recorded before Double or Nothing, and we did reviews of Double or Nothing, and that was. It was recorded before, but we reviewed Double or Nothing with fake reviews to to push back the curtain. And that episode came out Friday, and now the audience is hearing this, and we are literally the Monday after Double or Nothing. The audience is hearing this. It's like two weeks after Double or Nothing. Yeah, exactly right. So uh, a lot by of then it, by then this joke won't be relevant anymore. By then, it, by then, what are we talking? We're talking like pretty much. Well, I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else exciting. Hell in a Cell is not almost up. Uh yeah no there's not really they were just getting ready for Hell in a Cell I guess um yeah. yeah no um I'm trying to think if there's any like talking points that came out of AEW's di- uh, Double or Nothing that would uh, still no. be intriguing two weeks later um, um I don't know maybe maybe a certain Joker in the 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 Casino Battle Royal Pentagon yeah <laughs> did you see my tweet. <laughs> Did you see my tweet? Because I did the same thing. I think. What, what did you? What was your tweet? <laughs> I, I think I, I think my tweet was like Pentagon was the Joker all along. He was he was the Joker inside of us the entire time. <laughs> he, uh, yes, we we do indeed live in a society. Yes, we, my tweet. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I I like doing this after every like pay per view I watch to give like sort of my overall thoughts and then best and worst and then some sort mm-hmm. of like joking superlative. Yeah. Um, so I wrote uh, best match: Young Bucks, Mox Kingston, which actually might change to Deeb Riho. I'm still I'm going back and forth between the two. Okay. Uh, worst: Cody Ogogo. Uh, Fair. Best Joker: Three Way. That certainly was a match on the card. Huh? Exactly right. Uh, best Joker three way tie rush Penta ten. <laughs> they, they all had Joker. They were either the Joker hard or had Joker inspired gear. Uh, and then best room decor chair. <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 listen. 
Everyone's making fun of Sean Spears for that, but I thought it was cool. I'm specifically making fun. I I I sat down with Jesse earlier today. I was like, "Look, Jesse, the Stadium Stampede was a musical. Don't don't get me wrong. The production design, the lighting design, the there was cameos. It was more. awesome. It was yeah. Jesse said afterwards that she's like, "That sounds like something I would enjoy." I was like. Yeah, I, I'm sure you would enjoy it. I'm just upset because I was promised a, a serious whatever fight, and I was like, there's a lot of comedy in this one. But then that that, that bit with Sean Spears in the chairs was too over the top for me. Is so I loved it. I I would have loved it if it happened like last year. This time around, I was like, when I was told it's going to be serious, and that happened, I just laughed ironically. But also, but it was like the music, the fight choreography with the so- the sword fighting with the uh, I- uh, icicle in the freezer, the uh, the West Side Story esque bar scene, the uh, the and literally ending with a with big show and as the DJ literally ended the match with a big show stopping number. <laughs> this was a musical, folks. It was it a was musical. Wonderful. It was great. I love the choreographed cha- uh, chair fight between Zane and <laughs> Zane and Spears. I they like, yeah. swung the chairs at each other, and then like Sammy Zane went full like I- not Sammy Zane. Why am I saying Sammy Zane? Sammy Guevara went full action movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was insane to me the uh, the the level of <laughs> the level of insanity happened. It was like this. There was I watching this. I was like, this is a musical. Like this is like this is a musical without the music, and then it ended with the show-stopping Judas number, and I was like, "There we go, wrap it all around. Let's get the music. Let's get the musical." You, you know the fans are going to be singing Judas, baby. Oh yeah, and, and J- Jericho finally got his two his double chorus uh, at the end there. Yeah, the d- entire time he wants people to continue singing, and he was like, "Come on, never please!" Did. They never did, and then they finally did, and he's like, "Yes, I yes, can- I did it," and then he started disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> this was Jericho's purpose in life. Yes, this is this is Jericho's unfinished business, and now he can go on to heaven or something. And now, <laughs> and now he, and now he may move on from this mortal realm. Exactly right. And uh, his soul is no longer trapped here. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yeah, that's two week. That's our two week. Very ice cold. It's so ice cold that um, they belong in a freezer with half pig carcasses. Um. So yeah, let's let's not talk about that anymore because yeah, that's that's old news. New news is what we're making today, Mikey, and that is uh, today's episode of Hit the Books. Every single week, you and I book our own versions of Raw and SmackDown. I book Raw, you book SmackDown, uh, and we uh, present them to each other and to you, the audience at home, uh, so that you can get a, a better version of WWE. In our opinion, uh, is that biased because we write it ourselves? Probably some, but. To also be fair, we are also brutally honest when something is bad that we write. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are several moments and you and I are like, nah, that wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. What did I say last week that I overbooked something <laughs> insanity? Well, guess what? I got a killer main event for you because of that overbooking. So get ready, oh Mikey. Strap yourself in and blast off with me to Monday Night Raw. All right, let's do it. Okay, Randy Orton. Randall Orton. Opens Randall up. Keith from Candlekeep. Exactly right. Uh, he opens up Monday Night Raw, uh, or at least you know he makes his entrance uh, to the entrance ramp because none other than Edge follows him out, and the two walk to the ring together. Okay. Uh, Randy gets the microphone, thanking Edge for finally seeing the light and agreeing with him. Uh, what's best for us right now is to team up and reunite. Uh, and finally, uh, make Raw rated RKO. Edge says, look, Randy, I want to keep this in mind. I want to keep this in your mind specifically. I still don't trust you. I never will. But right now, you're the only one that truly understands me and what I'm going through. You were right. You know, I, I need you. I don't need Jeff Hardy. And he turns to the camera. You see Jeff... I speared you through that table last week because you aren't looking out for me. None of you are. You've not built up any level of trust with me. You know, you're on the bottom of the roster just trying to recapture your former glory. Well, guess guess what? I still have my glory. I still have some self-respect. So if you decide to come back and think you know what I need, then you've got another thing coming, and that thing is rated RKO. And the two raise their hands to a chorus of boos. I have to imagine. 
it's probably either quarters of booze, but also cheers because it's rated RKO reunion. But also they're bad guys, so. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it uh, really, really, I'm really excited to see where this feud goes. I really want to see if Jeff finds a, a partner to take on rated RKO with. Maybe his brother Matt will. Oh, okay, maybe not Matt. Maybe like maybe not Matt. Uh, may, maybe he needs to get like an Ed, Edge's former partner, Christian. Uh, uh, no, uh, can't do that either. Uh, um, hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> I'll figure that out later. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I don't think there's literally anyone on the roster that has any other connection to Jeff Hardy, uh, at least on the Raw side. Uh, maybe there's someone on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone else that has any sort of connection. Titus O'Neil is that something? <laughs> um, sorry, titles, titles O'Neil. Uh, Titles on me, yes, please. Uh, so, uh, moving right along, moving into the next match, it's gonna be Liv Morgan taking on Candice LeRae. Uh, sort of happens when uh, Liv Morgan uh, attacked Candice LeRae after their match, healing on her. Um, we also got Ruby Riot on commentary. You know, she's really selling the fact that she doesn't entirely know what's up. You know what what is happening with Liv Morgan. Uh, but she knows at the very least that she wants to be here for her um, to, you know, try to, you know, I'm, I'm friends with her. It's been a long time. We need to, we, we've gone our separate ways, but you know, she looks like she's going through stuff. I want to be in her corner. Uh, okay. But uh, ultimately it is Liv Morgan that gets the victory. All right. Liv Morgan come back with a win finally after a while, after a big streak of losses here. Yes, the two of them try to out cheat each other and uh, out do you know do dirty tactics to each other, but it's Liv Morgan that ultimately gets the victory, uh, the ultimate cheat, Liv Morgan. The ultimate cheat. Yes, that's not a nickname. That's just a thing I came up with. Uh, moving next up, we got a video package. It's the LLC. They're in their locker room, uh, counting up their previous week's winnings. Uh, Lashley says that he can't believe it's this easy to make money. Uh, MVP agrees and notices Cesaro being a little bummed out and asks what's up. Cesaro says that this is all great, but they got more money when they were the Raw Tag Team Champions. Like, you know, this is a nice band-aid, but now they're they're losing all their matches. At this rate, they're never going to get their titles back. Uh, Lashley, you know, is like, yeah, no, Cesaro's right. You know, we don't have a goal. We're just making money, and this is great, but where are we we heading to? MVP, you know, what's the plan? Uh, MVP tries, you know, calms him down and says, look, guys, we, you need money and I'm getting us money. That job is done. Job acquired. But if you want after more money, I think I have an idea that can fix that. Just give me one moment. And then he leaves uh, to go somewhere else. Okay, interesting. Uh, cut to commercial. Come back. And the LLC walk out, of course, with MVP. And MVP says that for the past number of weeks, We've been running some matches where you in the locker room can make some green. So we thought to ante it up a bit. Uh, why only give away money in one match when we can do the same in two? So oh, we've got two single matches for y'all. And uh, first person to go, doesn't matter. Lashley, you go. <laughs> so Bobby doesn't Lashley. Matter. Lashley, you go. Yes, yes. So Bobby Lashley's up first. Uh, it's going to be open challenge bounty match. Bobby Lashley taking on Tony Nese. Okay, Bobby Lashley, Tony Nese. I like it. Yes, uh, Tony Nese gets uh, sh- uh, utterly dominated uh, by Bobby Lashley the entire match. MVP tells yeah, Lashley to go. Feeling. Yep, MVP tells Lashley to go down. However, because uh, the point for them is to still lose because of all the stuff that's been built up, all that backstory. So Lashley does that by, you know, he destroys Tony Nese. He does that by laying on the ground and literally pulling Tony Nese's body over top of him to get the win mm-hmm. for Tony right. Nese. For Tony Nese. <laughs> for, yeah. So I, I established that there. So, yeah, Tony Nese uh, gets the win, uh, but I'm sure he doesn't know it. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Uh, and then we'll go into the next match, which is another open challenge bounty match. It's Cesaro taking on Oni Lorkin. Okay, all right, I like it. Cesaro and Oni Lorkin. See, this is going to be a, a slugfest. Yes, this match is more competitive than the last. Um, Fair. But ultimately, MVP is still yells at Cesaro to you know to be pinned. But Cesaro is arguing back to MVP. You know, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to do it. He's kind of like, I, no, what, no, let me win the match and I'll get the money. That's fine. 
Uh, Lashley pulls Cesaro aside to sort of play good comp a little bit. Cesaro struggles with the whole idea, uh, and because of this struggle and distraction, allows Oni Lorcan to get the roll-up win on Cesaro. Oh, man, LLC falling apart here. Yeah, a little bit of dismantling. Uh, Money certainly going to some people's heads, um, and a little bit of a dismantlement here. Uh, but Oni Lorcan doesn't get you know jobbed out here. Oni Lorcan gets picks up a solid victory over Cesaro. Okay, all right, I like it. But keep in mind though, that's ten thousand dollars for Nice, ten thousand dollars for Oni Lorcan. I like to imagine that MVP gives him the money right after the match. Like Tony Nice is knocked out, and MVP just throws money at him. <laughs> Like the briefcase. Um, yeah, he's just like, whatever. Uh, no, I, I imagine it's bills that he just like throws at these. <laughs> like a right, wad of bills. Right, it can't be a briefcase because it's not money in the bank yet. Yeah, it's just a wad <laughs> of bills. Uh, but yeah, so they all get $10,000, but because they both won singles matches, then they got, what was it, $60,000. Incredible. What a... Incredible. What a... What a scam they're running! <laughs> yes, what a what a scam! Is this legal? Is this illegal? Probably not. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so there we go. Uh, next up, we got a backstage segment with Titus O'Neil, uh, who's talking with a uh, someone in the merch line. Mikey, you remember this from an alternate universe? Yep. Uh, where uh, Titus O'Neil is talking with a WWE merch seller, uh, and he's trying to get them. He's got a box. Uh, a cardboard box full of T-shirts that he screen printed himself that says Titles o- Titles O'Neill on it, the twenty four seven title and everything. Uh, he's trying to sell these shirts at the stadium. Uh, suddenly, r Truth sneaks out from underneath the booth and attempts to pin <laughs> Titus, uh, but Titus uh, kicks out, yells something along the lines of "You can't stop Titles O'Neill," and he grabs his shirts, runs Ro-ro-ro. away, runs yeah, oh ro ro, runs away, and he's like sort of like throwing out the shirts to people to try to get the hype going and running with shirts throwing and he's going and he's out of here. I love Titles O'Neill. <laughs> I absolutely love Titles O'Neil already. I like Titles O'Neil because it is like the egotistical guy, but he's fighting about the twenty four seven title. But also, yeah. like it, like I like also Titles O'Neil direct comparison with LLC. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like man, this guy says he's the businessman, but Jesus Christ, he's not good at this. He's titles O'Neill, baby. You know what he's you know what he's good at? Winning titles. Nah, that's true. That's true. That's all you need to be good at in this business. And to be fair, you know, he's got more titles than LLC. So This is true. Right now, at the current time, yes, t- Titles O'Neill does have hold more championships than LLC does. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like a backstage segment is Titus Titles O'Neill and LLC, and then that maybe that's an interaction I can do later. That'd be a fun interaction. There and we then, go. And then he just gets destroyed. <laughs> just gets beaten the shit down. Uh, I mean, LLC because they do 24-7 champions. Yeah, there we go. Uh, let's go next up into a, a semi-main event, Mikey. It's going to be Io Shirai taking on Nia Jax, of course, with Tamina in her corner. All right. Uh, and with Io Shirai getting the victory. All right. Big win for Io Shirai. I'm into it. Uh, after the match, Nia Jax and Tamina beat down Io Shirai. And someone's going to make that save. It's going to be Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley who makes that save. Oh, boy. Ripley goes to help up Io Shirai, but, you know, she just sort of uh, gets herself up, you know, kips up, uh, and is able to walk out on her own accord. So she doesn't accept Ripley's help and shows her that, no, I can do it myself. I don't need your help. That sort of thing. It's not necessarily like I'm slapping your hand out of the way or beating you down. It's just like, no, I got it, and then gets up. (laughs) Hell yeah, EO. Yeah, EO, doing that kip up. Uh, and then we got a huge main event here, Mikey. Huge, huge main event. Huge? Yes. How huge? Overbooked huge. <laughs> we got... Okay. We got a triple threat six-man <gasps> tag <gasps> team. Well, nine-man tag team. <laughs> <gasps> That's so many teams. Yes, yeah, so on one side, we got the team of Dijakovic... Arturo Ruas and Murphy. Mm-hmm. On another side, which I'm probably just going to call him Ruas now because you got Dijakovic, Ruas, and Murphy. They all got one names. Yep. Uh, we got One Nation, Cruz, Champa, and Tazawa. Of course. And on the other side, we got Keith Lee, Alistair Black, and Chad Gable. 
So we got this big nine-man tag team match, if you will. Three absolutely awesome teams here. Yes. Uh, And, of course, during this match, Paul Heyman and the uh, WWE champion Roman Reigns is watching this match from Heyman's office. Mm. Uh, Same thing as before. Roman's sitting in the chair. Heyman's behind him. Uh, So really, really, really playing in, like, who's really in control. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, big uh, nine-man action here. Uh, overbooked to hell, but you love to see. I but I all I all got built to this giant match. And Mikey, I'll tell you this much: someone's gonna get the win. Someone's gonna eventually get the victory, and that person's gonna be that team is going to be Dijakovic, Ruas, and Murphy. When Whoa! Dij- big win for them. When Dijakovic pins Apollo Cruz, one half, <gasps> one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions gets a pin on one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. Wow, big moves over here. Which is interesting because Lucha House Party and One Nation are currently scheduled to have a match at Hell in a Cell. Very, very interesting. I can't wait to see what comes of it. Yes. Um, So that is Monday Night Raw for you, Mikey. Uh, Awesome. Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns? I thought it was great. I uh, you really you really hyped me up for Hell in a Cell here. I'm so excited. I want to see what comes out of this uh, three way triple threat tag match. Uh, maybe maybe another triple threat tag match at Hell in a Cell. Possibly we don't know. I like Ripley, Ripley trying to help uh, Io Shirai, uh, and then Io Shirai being like, Nah, nah, nah. I mm-hmm. got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liv Morgan getting a win for the first time in a while. Huge. Uh, Paul Heyman still working his magic. Uh, and Roman Reigns still, you know, trying to be the head of, uh, be, be in the head of uh, One Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, of course, um, I literally had, was going to say something, and it just, complete, the train completely left the station. <laughs> it's okay, is it? I was going to say, the only things we didn't mention were Rated RKO, LLC, or Titles O'Neal. <laughs> right, LL, it was going to be LLC. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, the Rated RKO storyline, my excitement has stayed the same. I'm still excited to see where this goes. I'm still excited to see uh, who maybe Jeff uh, decides to bring on as a partner to take down Orton and Edge, or if he tries to do it on his own. And uh, LLC, I, I I don't know wh- where the, the payoff for this storyline is going, mm-hmm. of them illegally betting on themselves, but I guess we'll see. Look, Mikey, every once in a while you got to bet on yourself. <laughs> and LLC are doing that quite literally. They're betting on themselves to lose, though. Well, to make betting on yourself usually means like, oh, let me bet on myself. I'll bet on myself and be successful. But it's like, nah, nah, nah. Well, I mean, you can still bet on yourself to lose. <laughs> it's called it's called depression. <laughs> it's it's called Damn. it's called pessimism. Uh, All right. <laughs> Damn, dark, dark, dark ending. Uh, and we're going now going straight into uh, you know I. I I don't entirely know where I'm going to go with the Jeff Hardy part of it. I don't know if he's going to be a tag, get a tag partner. I don't know if he's going to bring Edge back to his side. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure because there's not a lot of people that can be in that side that has that sort of relationship with uh, Edge or Randy Orton uh, on the entire mm-hmm. roster. I'm even looking at SmackDown and I don't see anybody that has that. Maybe Rey Mysterio, but... Even that would I would say that's sort of a Even stretch. Even that's a stretch, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, if anything, uh we're gonna bring in uh Bubba Ray. <laughs> oh, he's on impact. Oh, he's on impact. He's not no, he's not on impact. He's nowhere, but my dude. He's on oh, radio. He's a free agent still? <laughs> She's he was he was in Ring of Honor and he's doing nothing now. Oh great. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm totally okay with that. Um <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, but that is that. That is that, Mikey. Uh, so right. uh, let's go into SmackDown. Why not? Let's let's go yeah. straight into SmackDown. Yeah, over on Friday night, we got GM Page opening up the show to congratulate the new number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. She grabs a mic and says, Welcome, everyone, to Friday Night SmackDown. I want to open SmackDown with something special tonight uh, as Hell in a Cell comes even closer. I wanted to personally congratulate the number one contender who won last week's Fatal 4-Way Piper Niven and Piper Niven comes to the ring accompanied by her partner, uh, Tony storm. They are both dressed very nicely. Um, and she comes to the ring, shakes Paige's hand and she grabs a mic and says, it still really hasn't hit me yet that at hell in a cell, I'll be the one taking on Sonya Deville for the SmackDown women's championship. And I have a few people to thank for that. First off, I wanted to thank GM Page for the opportunity to even be in that match last week with three other fierce competitors. I want to thank my tag team partner, Tony Storm, for always having my back. 
And last but not least, I want to thank all of you in the WWE universe. If it wasn't for your support, I wouldn't be where I am today. Now that the thank yous and pleasantries are out of the way, I want to talk right to Sonya Deville. Come Hell in a Cell, you better be ready for the most determined, the most dangerous, and most at the top of her game Piper Niven you've ever seen. A chance at the SmackDown Women's Championship isn't something I'm going to take light lightly, and I know I, and I know that Hell in a Cell is my chance at greatness, and I will not let it slip through my fingers. Don't go underestimating me like you seem to do with everyone who comes face to face with you, or I promise you, I'll be the one walking out with that title around my waist. Sonya, I'm coming at you with every ounce of fight I have in me, and you better do the same. Piper drops the mic and leaves as her and Storm walk up the ramp. Sonya Deville meets him on the entrance. Uh, meets him on the entrance stage, and Sonya holds her title high, and her and Piper stare each other down. Okay, okay. I think this would have been a million times better if uh, Tony, not Tony Storm, Piper Niven uh, thanked the Academy. You know, if you're doing a thank you speech, <laughs> you got to thank the Academy. I uh, thank the Academy, and like thank the the big man upstairs. Yep, pointing. You got to point up. Uh, and, then, and then as she's talking, music starts playing. Oh, I'm almost out yeah. of time, but I want to go real quickly. Just oh, talk about something. Oh, I'm out. Yeah. Um, oh, I got to go. No, very solid. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to hype up this match a little bit, you know, give it a little uh, give it a little heat. Give it a little juice. Yeah, give it a little juice. Give it a little juice. After that, we have our, our opening match. We have Bliss Cross taking on the team of Naomi and Lana, taking a little inspiration from real life there. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the match, Flair and Natalia come. After the match, which Bliss Cross win, Flair and Natalia come to the ring and attack Bliss Cross. Uh, Flair and Natalia grab mics and say, "You want us? Fine, you got it. We'll show you once and for all that you're just a nuisance to us and a, just a stepping stone on our way to the real challengers. If you can make it to Hell in a Cell, then we'll see you there." Flair and Natalia put both Bliss and Cross in their respective submission holds for way too long until refs have to come up, come and pull them off. Hot damn, Bliss Cross. Uh, I assume this means that we are going to be getting Bliss Cross versus Flair and Natalia at the Hell in a Cell. If they can make it, yeah. That's, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan, Stan, or just in general? Just in general. That's the plan flan. He's a flan that has the plan written out uh, on, on top of actually, it. Actually, can I uh, can I retcon that? Because I realized Ooh. I actually don't have space on my card for that match, and I kind of got a little overexcited. Oh, oh, okay. If you look at my Hell in a Cell matches, I have uh, already five. <laughs> uh, what I have written down here so far is Carrying Cross versus The Fiend in a Hell in a Cell match. One and then Sony Deville versus Piper Niven for the SmackDown Women's Title. Two, yeah, but I have three others planned that I want to do. Oh, and this is not one of them. This is not one of them. Oh, so interesting. I'm gonna make this for next week instead. Okay, okay. So retcon. So let, me, for... let me yeah, let me just retcon this real. Let me just re like rewrite this promo real quick and just instead of at Hell in the Cell, just next week. No, no. I think we we keep this all in. I think the audience gets it. I think I think we are, you're going this moving this to next week. Pushing it yeah. up. Okay, so yeah, uh, uh, sorry about that, audience. I, no, I yeah, got a little good. overzealous uh, writing my card this morning. No, uh, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little overtired, uh, and I, I accidentally may try. I accidentally tried to book an extra match that I do not have. So the Bliss Cross and uh, Flair Natalia match for the women's tag team titles will be on the Go Home Show next week, not at Hell in a Cell. Okay, copy that. I'm yeah. interested to see what your other three matches are. Then yes, my other three matches are. I think pretty good, so well, I didn't want to get rid of them. Fair enough, fair enough. We go backstage to see Ka uh, Baron Corbin talking to somebody, but we can't see who it is because the shot is from behind Corbin. Mm -hmm. They seem to be discussing something serious, then the person he was talking to walks away as he go as Corbin goes to head to an interview. And then we cut to this separate angle of the interview, uh, and they ask Corbin how he feels about last week's loss to Rey Mysterio. Corbin says, my loss last week was only because Ray's stupid kid got in the way. I had Ray on the ropes and had that match in the bag. But of course, there was no Ray. Ray there was no <laughs> there was no way Ray was beating me on his own because he's a washed up WWE superstar way past his prime. And he knows it. That's why his son had to come and save him. Look, I want them both in the ring later tonight. But I get to bring a partner of my choice to show them that when the odds are even, there's no way they stand a chance against me. Corbin walks away. 
Okay, King Corbin looking to get, you know, after suffering that loss from last week, uh, he's looking for a little bit of redemption, looking a little of teammate action. Mm-hmm. And that match will come up uh, later tonight. Okay, okay. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. <laughs> my, I'm my twiddling my fingers. Hmm. I am also uh, very excited to get to it. Uh, after that, after that, we have a, a match between Braun Strowman and Elias. Uh of course, Braun Strowman's doing his usual bit uh, with with Bray Wyatt of just beating Elias down until Bray tells him it's time to be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman ends it with the running power slam. Uh, and then after that, as Braun Strowman is celebrating in the ring, the lights go off and we see the Titan Tron come on to, for the video package I have set up. Okay. Scarlet sits on her throne with Cross standing beside her. She says, you know... Some people say the only way to kill a zombie is to cut off its head. Since you've challenged us to a Hell in a Cell match, we've had some time to think. And in that time, we realize the only reason Braun will never stay down and just stop fighting this fruitless battle against Karrion Cross is because of Bray and because of The Fiend. So, in order to take Braun down once and for all, we need to cut off the only thing keeping him around. The Fiend. So at Hell in a Cell, inside that brutal structure, Cross is going to make sure that this ghost story that is The Fiend comes to an end once and for all. And you, Braun, will have nowhere left to turn when your time finally runs out. Cross grabs an hourglass with Bray and Braun's name on it uh, and slams it on the ground and it shatters and he says, tick tock, as the shot fades to black. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, I'm realizing something about the Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt uh, energy. Uh, Which is? That it is a throwback, I don't think unbeknownst to you maybe, to sort of the uh, Undertaker Paul Bearer. You do know? Okay, yeah, perfect. I'm glad. It's, it is it is very much Paul Bearer Undertaker. Yeah, uh, and I like that. Very I much like Paul that. Bear Undertaker, like with the urn. Yeah, yeah. Except it's uh, gloves, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's very much that. For yeah, sure. I like that. I like that. And then uh, carrying cross, of course, if it's our grass, it's a, a gra- blade of grass that will decay <laughs> in an hour. Um, no, I like it. I like that. I, I mean, it, it seems. Yeah, we're going to the Hell in a Cell match, so this is definitely the f- feud ender. So I'm interested to see. Uh, for sure what we'll get out of it yeah i'm i am excited to get there uh after that we have a tag team match between authentic and the new day uh in which authentic pick up a huge victory Ooh, authentic picking up another victory Mm-hmm. Uh, this leads into the next segment uh, where after the match, Authentic continue their beatdown on the New Day and they do the same setup as last week when they trap Kofi's leg in a chair. Uh, but this time, Big E is also like trapped in the ropes, like, you know, when they get all wrapped up and they're just stuck there. Mm-hmm. Big E is stuck, so he can't help Kofi. And uh, Gulak is holding Kofi down with his leg trapped in a chair as Shelton Benjamin climbs on the top rope with a mic in his hand. And as he gets to the top, Benjamin says, Balor, AJ, where have y'all been? We've been looking, we've been waiting on hearing from you. You wanted the best of the best, right? Well, here we are. And you haven't acknowledged us at all. So now we got to take matters into our own hands. We got the tag team that you two look up to so dearly. And unless, and unless, bleh. We have the tag team you two look up here, look up to so dearly, and unless you want them scratched off the list of tag teams here on SmackDown, I suggest you throw us a bone. AJ and Balor come to the ring. AJ says, "Fine, fine. Is this what you wanted us to come down here and put your ti- put their, put our titles on the line in a big, huge way? Is this really is this really the lows you guys will stoop to?" Gulak says, "You left us no other options. We tried doing it your way, and we got nothing." So now this is where we are. So at Hell in a Cell, we want you two for those titles. And if you say no, then hey, we'll make some cuts to the waiting list. It's that simple. AJ says, all right, fine. You got it. AJ and Balor versus The Authentic at Hell in a Cell. It's a done deal. I'll talk to Paige about it later to get a contract written up. Benjamin smiles and says, now was that so hard? 
gets down off the top rope. Gulak lets Kofi go. Balor and uh, they let uh, Balor go run and untie Big E from the ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, after New Day gets out of the ring, Authentic and AJ and Balor have a face-to-face standoff. And Benjamin says, see, no one had to get hurt. And Authentic leave. See, no one had to be hurt, you fools. Except for Street Profits last week. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Street Profits. What was it, Ford, I think? Uh, nah, who cares? But uh, yeah, again, Authentic, you know, sticking to their word, being like, if you give us the match, we won't do this. And then they gave them the match, and they, hey, hey, they backed off, you know? Yeah, it's interesting that, like, the, the, the dynamic of Authentic is that, like, they injured people, injured Ford to try to get their attention. Once they got their attention, that's all they, like, it's not that, the, it's not that they that's all they care about but it's like they they got what they wanted so they're done they're like okay mm-hmm. moving to the next thing you know yeah mm-hmm. that's the idea it's just that no matter that they're, they're still they're still men of their word you know mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah and I, I I think that's interesting mm-hmm. after that we have another tag team match uh, between Dominic and Rey Mysterio and Corbin and his mystery partner Ooh. Uh, Dominic and Rey come to the ring and then Corbin comes to the ring uh, and he says, "My partner, this is gonna this is gonna sound weird, but I need you to go with me." Okay. He put po- he points at the ramp, and Drake Maverick comes to the entrance <laughs> ramp, clad in a bomber jacket and aviator sunglasses. He grabs a mic and he says, "I know what everyone is probably thinking: Why in the world would Corbin choose me to be his partner tonight? Well, it's because I'm not the same Drake Maverick I was before." I'm done with everyone treating me like a joke. I've been working my ass off at the training center, making myself more dangerous than I've ever been before. And these two are going to be my first example of why no one should be laughing at Drake Maverick anymore. And as he says that, he takes his jacket off, he throws it at Dominic's face and charges at him and just starts beating down on him. And the bell rings to start the match. Okay, there we go. I I was afraid you were going to go into uh, King Corbin and Squire Drake. Because no. um, that could have easily been available for you, but I'm glad you you stuck with the uh, bomber jacket clad Drake Maverick. The bomber jacket, aviator sunglasses, the Maverick Drake Maverick, baby. The, the born again, born again hardcore Drake Maverick too. Born again hardcore, the Maverick Drake Maverick. Honestly, I think you could have gone gone without the uh, promo and just gone straight into like the beating down on on uh dominic mysterio and then having them win probably uh, i wanted to i wanted to solidify this uh this change of attitude though that's fair. uh i probably could have just got into the match but i did want to do a little something okay you know? okay well yeah then if that's what you wanted to do i i think that succeeded uh i think yeah i think it got put over that this drake maverick is no longer a comedy guy he's a serious wrestler born again hardcore drake maverick with King Corbin getting the victory too. So that's also impressive. Yes. Getting the win over Dominic and Ray for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we have our main event, which is of course uh, the challenge from last week that Humberto Carrillo put out to Dave Mastiff for the intercontinental championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Dave Mastiff does come out on top over Humberto Carrillo uh, retaining his intercontinental championship after the match though, uh, in our, in our segment and the show, after the match, Roderick Strong comes out by himself with a mic, and he says, wow, wow, Mastiff, well done yet again. You know, you never cease to impress me. Constantly de- constantly defending that title to whoever comes your way is no easy task. You got, a- you got heart and spirit. I like that, and that's why I'm out here. I wanted to come face-to-face with you and personally throw down the gauntlet and challenge you for that Intercontinental Championship, but not here not next week, at Hell in a Cell. We could take this fight to the pay-per-view level stage and make it the spectacle that everyone has been waiting for. What do you think? Are you in? Mastiff paces around a bit before taking the mic from Strong, and then he says, Strong, do you know how long I've been waiting for you to ask that? How long I've been waiting for you to challenge me? You think I'm just going to turn that down now? So yeah, I accept. At Hell in a Cell, it'll be Roger Strong versus Dave Mastiff for my Intercontinental Championship, and I promise I won't be taking it easy on you, so you better come ready. Strong says, oh, I plan on it, 
But I think you're the one who needs to be prepared for us. And suddenly, Dave Mastiff takes a chair shot to his back. And behind him, we see Seamus and Thatcher, who both have steel chairs. And they start beating down on Mastiff with the chairs as Strong watches. Once Seamus and Thatcher finish their work, Strong leans down to Mastiff, grabs him by the beard, and he says, at Hell in a Cell, that Intercontinental title is going home with me. Then everyone will see that Dave Mastiff should have never been called up in the first place. The trio stand tall as Strong raises the IC title above his head. I like it. I like that. Uh... I like that show closing promo. Mastiff beats Carrillo. Solid match, I think. So a little bit of, you know, solid little, you know, individual builds up, build up sort of things. Mm-hmm. Going into this sort of heel turn from uh, Strong Incorporated. What are we? Seamus Strong and Thatcher yeah. Esquires. Strong, Strong and the Strong Squad. The Strong, strong squad. Boys. Strong Boys. Uh, you know, I, solid. I saw, you know, solid heel turn. I like uh I, I i two things two things i like that roderick strong turns face to turn heel i like that i like to it separate him out from uh his Peter to turn him heel i like it um uh, but i also and you know make him the strong squad but also i'm noticing strong this squad. yeah i was noticing this thing you do with dave mastiff which is he never challenges everyone he's just expecting other people to challenge him <laughs> <laughs> he wants he wants listen he wants he wants people to take initiative he wants people who are hungry That's, so he, yeah. he wants people coming to him you know i get that i get it's a different mentality if you want the thing and then he put, beats you down and then you being like and then him inviting you in and then you know i i get that i get that it's just i i noticed that trend of like he's like we have been waiting for you to come to my door <laughs> yeah. i just think it's very funny yeah uh no yeah very nice very nice show closing angle build that heat build that angle this is the angle that much muchly need muchly really needed for uh, uh the pay per view uh pay per view you know they need you need some a build and I think this was a good solid build I think you already did some of the matches already of Sheamus and Thatcher uh, but mm-hmm. I think you know you can easily now do them with heel dudes too. Um, yep. It's just a matter of Mastiff beating all of them. It, will that be yeah. possible? Um, so, um, I, oh man, I'm interested. I don't know if Mastiff will be making out of Hell in a Cell as champion. I don't. I yes, don't. We'll see. I don't suspect that. Um, so that that leaves all all of my matches, but one announced for Hell in a Cell. I believe. I have two. I have I have Cross Fiend. I got one. I got uh, Strong and Mastiff. Two. Uh, that's it. Deville Niven. Deville Niven. Uh, yes, I did not have the ring down. I think I did Authent- have the ring down. Authentic and Styles and Balor. Yes, sorry, yes. And then, yeah, and then so one I'll... more uh, to be announced. Yes, this is true. My mistake. You are correct. Thank you for reminding me so I can put this down. Oh, that's fine. They literally all got announced today. I get it. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Uh, well, no, I mean, not all of them. Um, two of Most them. of them. Two of them. <laughs> no, just two of them, because... Niven Deville was last week, technically. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no, very solid. And then, yeah, one more still to be announced. Very solid, exciting stuff. Um, okay, then there we go, Mikey. That's SmackDown. That's SmackDown for you, folks. Uh, That's SmackDown. Uh, Mikey. Yeah, no, I think we're good. I'm sorry, I was writing things down. Uh, so, uh, okay, then let's go into our next segment of the show, the closing segment, which is the randomizer. Based oh, on no. your votes of who you said was a better booker last week, uh, from last week's episode, you voted on Twitter at CountOutPod uh, who was better. And right now we're going to reveal those results and say, and the loser will get hit with the randomizer. It's a list of like 40 plus items that will really change up what we're doing here, Mikey. Are you yeah. pumped, Mikey? Are it, you ready? It, it is it is getting too close for, to the pay-per-view for me to be pumped about the randomizer uh, anymore. It tend- I, am now, I went from like 
okay, yeah, the randomizer could be cool to be like, oh, no, please. <laughs> yeah, the randomizer tends to uh, be more vicious, I think, near the pay-per-view. As, as pay-per-views come closer, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't know if it's because the randomizer just is out for blood more often, or if it's just because we're more nervous about trying to get our, sh- our shit in. <laughs> it could smell our fear. It can, it can. Uh, well, then let's, let's reveal those results. Okay, the results are in, Mikey, and the winners of the last week's The Better Booker Award goes to Ryan Knightsey for Monday Night Raw. Oh, no, not right before a pay-per-view. Yes, I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank the big one upstairs. The big man upstairs. Tony Storm, GM Page. Got to thank everybody uh, for this big win. And, of course, all of you in the crowd who yeah. supported me through all this. <laughs> the all fellow all the fans. Celebrities. All fellow celebrities. And, of course, yeah. you in the crowd at the at the Oscars. <laughs> Brad, George Clooney's like, what? I didn't all do anything. All the fans watching at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank all of you. For the millions for the millions for the for the thousands watching at home um uh, practically uh, okay well then let me roll the randomizer because i'm the winner i won the award you get to have the consolation prize of the randomizer which is adding a match adding a match someone went really short in their match length so now you have to add a match to hit the two hour mark oh boy that's Something. Yeah, that is something. Another extra <sighs> thing, Mikey. What are you gonna do to add a sixth six match to six your match. show? Anywhere on the card too. So you got plenty of spots. What are you gonna do? This is a tough one. A toughy wuffy. Uh you got you got, you know, a bunch of people I that have always made. rough. Yeah. Uh you can add whoever, you can build up new people if you got new programs need to be done, or go back to someone else to give them a solid jobbing match to give them more momentum or something. You can always use the twenty four seven title like I always do. Um no. you, know, you can you can have titles O'Neill on your show. Uh, no, that's okay. You don't want titles titles O'Neill? No, that's okay. You sound, um, you man, I, used, I used a lot of my roster tonight. I'll be real. This is true. I would say. Hmm. <laughs> Trying to figure out something here. Hmm. Yeah. Um. You can use. Who have you not used? Let's see. Let's look at who have you not used. Let's you... see. I haven't. I haven't used on this card. Owens. Owens. Uh. Rollins. Zane. Uh, Owens. Rollins. Zane. Cole or uh, anyone Adam undisputed. Cole. undisputed uh, in let's see. Bi- Bianca Belair wasn't on this card. Tony Storm was kind of on this card, but not in the match. Uh, Carmella, uh, Flair, Natalia weren't in matches. Banks wasn't in a match. Carmella. Carmella wasn't in a match. Deville wasn't in a match. Uh, Usos. I don't, I don't think I need another tag team match. We already had two. Usos, Fish and O'Reilly, Brazen Fandango, Miz, and John Morrison. Yeah. Something happened mm. to Miz. Is that real life or is that our show? Uh, in real life. Okay. Miz Miz got a torn ACL, I think. Okay, I couldn't. I legit could not remember. The man, the man who's never gotten injured and says his styles his his style is all about him not getting hurt. Got hurt. Yes, by zombies. <laughs> of course. Um. Oh man, what can I do? You here? have some solid options there, I would say. Yeah, part of me wants to do a Kevin Owens match. Mm-hmm. And have like Sami Zayn interrupt. Okay, so that's a good starting point. You got Kevin Owens from the start. Where yeah. where do we go from there? Who is Kevin Owens against? Is is he against Adam Cole? Is he against Seth Rollins? Is he against well, I guess not Sami Zayn. Is he against uh Fish or O'Reilly? Is he against Breeze or Fandango? Is he against Miz or John Morrison? You know what? I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring him I'm gonna bring him back. It's gonna be Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Mm. Oh, big time uh, match! Right, right before the main event. Yeah, it's gonna be in between Mysterio, uh, Mysterio, Corbin, and Maverick, and the main event. I think. Okay. Um, and I think Seth Rollins is going to win because of the of an interference from Sami Zayn. Okay, so to be clear, you got Kevin Owens versus. I'm writing this out. Yes, versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wins because uh, maybe at one point, at one point, the ref gets distracted or knocked out, and uh, Sami Zayn comes in and brains Owens with the belt. 
affects Owens. And Rollins is able to hit a curb stop and win. Okay. Solid win for Rollins. Or a blackout or a stop, whatever he calls it these days. Uh, curb stop? Is it still the curb stop? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he still does a curb stop. Um, okay, there we go. I think that's a solid, that's a solid addition to the, to the card. Kevin Owens, yeah. Seth Rollins, solid addition. Yeah, I mean, it has no, like, story to it or anything. There's no reason these two should be fighting, but hey. Yeah, but it's an exciting match where you're using story to get to what you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think that's solid. Well, very nice. All right, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Thank you, everybody, for listening, of course. We appreciate it. Um, uh, as always, if you want to listen to more shows, uh, then you can subscribe to this Hit the Books solo feed, or you can subscribe to the whole Countout Wrestling feed um, so that you can listen to all the shows on Countout Network, like G1 and Only, Your Dose of Death, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, and, of course, Mikey's show, Independent Waters. Mikey, what is it? Yeah, Independent Waters. It's a it's a show where me and Zach Batista take you to the independent wrestling scene and uh, bring back matches for you guys to check out. We've been doing it for a while. We really love it. And whether you're an enfranchised indie fan or a brand new indie fan, I think you'll like this show because if you're new, you get match recommendations. If you've been enfranchised, you can see us talk about some matches you may uh, you may have seen and like a lot. So go check it out every Wednesday here on the Cat Out Network. Um, you can also uh, follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod. That's follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod. At CountOutPod. Pod. Where you, that is where the, you'll be able to vote. The pod. Yes, that is where you'll be able to vote on who you thought was the better booker. Um, so if on Twitter, Twitter.com forward slash CountOutPod, you can vote. It'll be the pinned tweet all weekend long. So go there and go check that out. Um, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcast, uh, and we should have maybe some announcements already out. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, I wish it maybe maybe we'll do a post uh, script po- post credit sort of thing, Mikey, because I feel like we have something planning to be out by the time this episode comes out. Anyways, we'll yeah. you know we'll let you know. Um, but otherwise, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of uh, I was going to say G1 and only. Thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Until next week, we've got two words for you. Book it. Hold on, can we do that again? Sure. Two words for you. Book it. <laughs> nah, that was not, not the, the effect, effect I wanted, wanted to have on it. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying, trying to slap, slap in an effect. effect. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna slap in one more effect. How about this one? This one. So yeah, Mikey. And then really go for it. We've got two words for you. Book it. That's okay. <laughs> This has been a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the shows